0: welcome back to blacker couch reviews i'm your host christina we're back for the long-awaited part two for some folks of titans this is season four episode seven calls folly written by melissa brides directed by greg walker i think the pace of the episode was good i had a love-hate relationship with the song choices and some Parts of the episode it worked well, while in others it simply distracted. I think that they've set some groundwork for what is and should be the escalation of events. We have five episodes to go, two of them dropped, so there's gonna be four more before the show is wrapped up for good. It's been a rocky journey. Hasn't been the worst for me. I think the season me and Mimi have differing feelings are or less toxic feelings around this season three, but it hasn't been an absolute shit show. It just continued to have all of the right elements and somehow... (laughs) He just couldn't quite cross the finish line. Just kept getting that bronze, man. Kept getting the bronze. And that's pretty much the summary of how I feel about the episode in general. Before we jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. And here we go. Sebastian is finally baptized in the blood and comes out feeling different and told that his followers will do anything he commands. The next step in their plan is to bring back Trigon. He's fully on board. He does say, what have I become? It doesn't feel as if he's conflicted anymore. And I hope we don't have more moments with that because if he's the villain let him rise as a villain. I expected him quite frankly to be like kill this bitch. (laughs) For no reason. Six hours later the Titans just reappear but the cult is gone. They were apparently sent to the death realm somehow by with the help of gar who is nowhere to be seen but raven knows that he is alive i'll be right back don't you go dying on me dick 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 i don't know why i wanted to do that but it happened <laughs> Corey contemplates her empathetic life choices but dick absolves her as they made the decision together to spare sebastian with connor rolling up being like did we though oh my god bro oh hell no man what the fuck man i forgot that connor was on one and he definitely got that big dick energy out and it's not warranted sir it's not at all dick correctly points out that one maybe our plan would have been more successful if you helped Secondly, we went off book of the plan. It had to change because we had to save yo dumbass. And instead of a thank you, you sitting over here talking shit. I think he gonna need his boo thing to come. Have to check him. She knows what it means to be this angry and having issues with your parents trying to fit into the mode. I wonder if we'll see her before the end of the season. I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't expect that actress to have that much going on on her, on her (laughs) portfolio. That sounds so mean, but you know, you know, it'd be good to get your name out there. It's HBO Max. He finds a buried. well, first Raven tells him to stop it as Jinx died for them and she releases her spirit. And there was a lot of talk about Jinx coming back, and I was like, for why? I'm I'm totally fine with her being dead. And when her spirit is released from this place, the tension between Dick and Connor resume, resumes to be palpable. And I'd like you to get the fuck out of here. Brenton Thwaites got that right kind of thick, you know? <laughs> He got it all in the right places. Some I'm like, oh, you put on a little something in the middle, but it's still, is, it's even sexier. <laughs> That's not right. That's not right at all. And I don't see nothing coming up on his resume. I need to know what he's doing next and if it's going to be topless. Now that I have gone off script, let's get us back on to what I was talking about. Connor finds a box buried in the concrete left for the team to help them. Left by Lex Luthor, uh, nonetheless. With Dick scoffing at the idea that he would just want to help us out. Clearly, there's some motivation behind this. Probably resetting the fucking timeline. Who knows? But it feels as if, as Mercy says later on, he... Finds the potential in people, taps into that shit for his own benefit. So, whatever he's doing right now with Connor is for his own benefit. And Connor, for some reason, is not hearing it. It's going in one ear and out the other. Sometimes, though, I will say, playing devil's advocate with Dick, who is a little bit, oh, I'm anti to the dark side, but you rolling with a crew that is quite frankly rolling with those crips oh, 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 okay remember and mercy yo chick she so thirsty i'm in that 2c lambo with your girl she trying to jump Okay, and mercy yo chick she so thirsty i'm in that 2c lambo with your girl she trying to guard didn't like Helen but touch Rachel okay connor it's like look you keep acting like sometimes bodies don't need to be dropped and we did kind of point out that bodies needed to be dropped. And right now, we ain't got shit. So maybe the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And you should know that. But Connor was slowly reading, which in uh, in my mind was on purpose. And gives command of the book that Lex left behind to Richard. Everything he knows on the cult. He even predicted the events that were to occur. The rest is left for Connor's eyes only and immediately he leaves. I know he's going through his asshole phase and I'm still not over the kryptonite out of nowhere either. But come on, sir. We taking L's and a lot of them is because you fucked up. Raven wonders if Connor will return. Crypto is still with the team, which is an indication of the status of Connor's commitment at the moment. One, one part in, one part out. She feels weird getting her powers back because she felt empty without them, but now the weight of her powers feels different and lighter and she don't like it because she fed off the darkness and it fed off her wardrobe perfectly with Corey's and now she looking like a fucking bride and she's not into it Tim is ignoring calls from Bernard who warned that he wasn't ready for combat and now he fears the reaction and the lecture I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say? What happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. However, Rachel warns, you can't avoid updating people in your life, even if it's not the best news. And he agrees, opting to text his mom back too. She's like, oh my God. Dick and Cory go to a friend of his named Roberta who is an expert in ancient languages and can immediately spot a tamarind when she sees one practically starstruck in her chair before gently approaching and then weirdly sniffing Cory I can smell you oh that's awkward apparently there's a rumor going around that tamarind smell of sulfur Cory, for her part, is only mildly amused, like, hi, my name's Cory Anders, how are you? She, too, wonders why Cory's light is blue, but then she was like, yeah, your blue light is what is needed, but she can't explain it. After speaking to each other as confirmation in her native tongue, Roberta knows all about the prophecy and can't believe that a blood son of Trigon is here on this here earth and baptized in the blood she wonders about the horn that he has that he lost in his battle with the tamarins that are guarded by his followers which will usher in trigon on the early uh, earthly plane in which he will then eat the world so we're fucked it's really bad how do we stop this you don't she does Corey. If she uses her light to its full potential, she can end it, but it will end her as she is now. the 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 petitions have been signed. <laughs> the demands have been presented. It better pop off on episode 12. It's all I'm saying. Instead of confronting Corey's impending death, Dick, emotional damage. Grayson avoids the subject to focus on stopping the next objective, which is the horn. Rachel realizes she is qualified to retrieve the horn. And you know I got the blood of Trigon too But they don't know where it is Furthermore there's parts in the prophecy which is confusing Firestar escapes Blood portal opens Horn of power sounds That feels very basic to me (laughs) Starfire is going to escape The blood portal is going to open The horn is going to be sounded Then she's going to blow up and then she's going to fly. Okay. Tim realizes it may be an alpha numeric cipher, and instead of his simple math in his notebook, Dick's like, yeah, I'ma use this thing called Wayne Tech and quickly find that Lex gave them the location of the horn. Connor, a man of a million mistakes and a bruised ego, is desperate is in desperate need of a stroke. To said ego. So he goes to the location given to him by Lex to find Mercy Graves, who is there hand lubed up to stroke. Hey, how you doing, love mama? Let me whisper in your ear. Tell you something that you might like to hear. Got a success. She even brought up the fact that Lex wasn't racist or sexist in her argument. I respected your father. I was never doing as he pleased. He gave a woman, a woman of color, opportunity in a field that no one else would. Yeah, sure, he saw potential in people and used it for his advantage, but what businessman doesn't? And clearly he misstepped with May, that one folly of his, but he put all his preliminary measures in place that require it seems you playing the part of father's desperate need of affection and pride son so she tells him to take back lexcore avenge his father then step into the power he was always meant to take because he is better than the titans and wasting his time with them oh lord again a fucking game nothing new nothing changed same old shit same old fucking i want to say they left it ambiguous that he would not fall into the same folly as he did but the word folly is literally in the episode title so i'm gonna say it applies to to connor he just wants to find out the hard way Corey sees them being ticketed no first they go into the town well she spots the sign for cause folly bernard is making awkward small talk and they watch the rv slip through what seems like a portal and then getting into the town they start at the diner where they can get him some coffee because he's now james holden megan the waitress and many others ponder their appearance with rachel sensing that megan is afraid of them megan is much calmer when she takes their order Corey wonders where the duo hath went and Rachel thinks they're just taking a moment to deal with personal matters. So Dick tells them he'll text where they are getting a bite with a little family moment of the daughter being, nope, a sip. It's all liquid. So it's not a bite. And then Corey being like, she's right. And Dick being like, okay. All right. Smartass. Corey sees them being ticketed, but knows they parked it legally. Dick is on it. And she said, hold on. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right. It's better than yours. I could teach you, but I have to chop. She really was all about that slushy or er, that milkshake though. <laughs> I laughed when she added it in her hand outside. David Carter tells them that the RV this size isn't allowed in the town. Dick relates to him as a fellow former officer and asks to see his setup after paying his ticket. So Corey leaves to check on their other kids. But as she is driving milkshake to go, she realizes that she can't leave. Corey comes back visibly shaken when she approaches Dick who got an invite from the sheriff for whiskey knowing why he is actually there he also remarks that it takes a special someone to get through so my guess is rachel was that someone she shows dick they are trapped there with Corey feeling unwell and like something is happening to her so dick becomes concerned baby Rachel follows Megan outside, seeing her being manhandled, and finds out the man is her father. He said, oh shit, in book when he saw Rachel. She then promptly passes out, proving that it was Rachel who drugged them, but not for the reasons we think. She is not one of Trigon's followers, nor is her father. The sheriff is the keeper of the town, and many... Are simply trapped here under magic and they fear that Dick is Trigon, but he isn't, meaning that the followers will kill him once they find out and he shows up tonight. And Megan drugged them so their powers aren't going to work. God damn it, Archer! You pick the worst time, ma'am, to decide to stand up to your oppressors bernard and tim echo the same sentiments about the rv disappearing as dust settles before bernard is charmed by his younger boyfriend not boyfriend breaking his toys and his eagerness to help his friends unfortunately there is nothing more for them to do when night falls but wait for the geographical images so they check into a hotel with adjoining rooms before I think the biggest misstep in the episode in my opinion is this last scene dick is taken down rather too easily by these two poorly trained detect uh, de- deputies what the fuck with carter just standing there not even in on the fight there is no comparison like i expected him to be magical like he protects it with his life. Come on. They at least had, could have had six to ten guys in this room to make this fight believable. We watched Dick take out a whole group of Lex Luthor sent assassins. And you're going to tell me he can't take on these two deputies? That felt very much like a miss. And it turns out that Sebastian and Mother Mayhem were there already, seen as, you know they had a six hour head start something that was never considered by all parties involved <laughs> they have unlimited resources a whole group of following all over the world and you thought you were going to roll up on them unawares a little arrogant on y'all's part but that's how dick rolls when he is out of moves and his back is against the wall he heads Head first into the danger and now everyone is separated so i'm eager to see what the next episode brings which i will be recording today i gave this episode a 9 out of 10 it was going good up until that last five minutes where it was just like oh i was a bit of a miss a huge miss <laughs> and uh yeah we do not have any feedback but everyone's on vacation and i expect them to be so because we've been stuck in the house for years get out enjoy your life but if you want to send feedback blacker couch at gmail.com my social media will be below like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic Hustle and hustling, hustling, hustling.